What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Real Estate Investing Fast Track, formerly known as Pave the Way Podcast. I'm your host, Greg Helbeck, and on this show, you are gonna learn exactly how to be successful as a real estate investor. It doesn't matter if you're brand new or if you've done dozens and dozens of deals. This is a podcast you're gonna be able to listen to that's gonna give you actionable, specific advice on how to be successful within real estate investing. I'm gonna interview top-notch real estate investors each and every week, and there's also gonna be some content that is just gonna be me telling you exactly about my journey and how I've went from a broke kid starting out to a million dollar real estate investor. So if you wanna learn how to be successful investing in real estate, this is the show to listen to, and I'm looking forward to being able to serve you at a high level. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to this week's REI Ideal Breakdown. I'm Greg Helbeck, and I'm a millionaire real estate investor. And the goal of this video, or all these videos slash podcasts, is to share with anyone listening or watching what I've learned in my almost eight-year career as a real estate investor, share the knowledge with you so you can implement it in your business, whether you're new or whether you established. So today, we're going to talk about Nine Cedar Street, Sandsburg, New York. So this was a realtor referral here, actually, believe it or not. This was a realtor referral, a realtor like brokerage referred us to the property. They said this person wants to sell. They want to sell off market. So that's how we found the lead. And long story short, I ended up partnering with my buddy Nick Martucci on this deal. Shout out to Nick. He's the man. He's another local Hudson Valley investor. And uh, we realized we were like talking to the same seller. And we're like, hey, instead of bidding each other up, why don't we just do it together and partner on it? So we agreed to partner on it, split it 50-50. We ended up getting this property under contract. There was some hair on the deal. We did a $24,000 spread that we split 50-50, so about $12,000 each, which isn't bad. So the way that we structured it was I basically went in there and we got the lead and Nick and I realized we were working together. So then um, we worked the seller together, got the seller to accept the offer, signed the contract with us, and then Nick went out and he found the buyer. So I basically did nothing once we had the offer accepted, which was nice, except for communicate with Nick and communicate with the team a little bit. And uh, we ended up getting it under contract. I think there were some title issues. Like I remember this deal took a little while to close. I think we ended up closing the deal in March and I believe we got this lead in September. So look at that. We got the lead in September and we closed the deal in March, right? So this deal was not a quick wholesale deal. There had to be a bunch of follow-up and then once we got into contract, and then the buyer, there was something where we had to wait around for a while. So this thing was a little bit of a pain in the ass as most wholesale deals are. But at the end of the day, you know, by dealing with all the BS and the drama, we were able to make $24,000 that we split 50-50. I never saw the house. I think I spoke to the seller once with Brett, maybe briefly, but barely had any involvement with the seller. Barely had any involvement with the buyer, if any. Maybe I like saw a text message or something, but pretty much at this point had minimal, minimal involvement in this deal, except for some of the logistics when we were in contract trying to close it. So didn't really take up a ton of my time and ended up making $12,000 without ever seeing a house. Got a wire from Nick because I think he did the deal in his LLC and then he gave me half the profit. I think that's how we structured it. So basically got a wire after it closed and on to the next one. So what are some lessons that you can take from this deal? that you can use in your business, right? And the first lesson is like, don't look at your competition as like your arch enemies who you wanna just go to battle with. Like you wanna work with your competition, right? You wanna collaborate, be friendly. You wanna be cool with your competition because I'll tell you right now, I've done a lot of JV deals. You can achieve so much more together by you know combining resources and ideas versus always trying to just like fight each other and win the deal out and this, that, and the other, especially when you have like, like Nick's a good friend of mine. We talk all the time, like, you know, 
we get the same leads sometimes, and generally we'll split them. We'll split the deals. Like, why, why would we bid each other up when we both have the same objective? We'll split the deal. We'll have a higher chance of getting it, and uh, we'll go from there, right? So definitely work with your competition. That's the first lesson. The second lesson is that a lot of deals, they're not going to close right away, right? Deals are going to have hair on them. You're going to have you know title issues, and sellers aren't going to say yes right away, and you have to consistently follow up with sellers to get them to commit to selling you their house because – you know, for most people, this is a big decision. You know what I mean? Like selling a house is sometimes, and, and most of the time for a lot of people, the biggest financial decision they're ever going to make is selling an asset they've owned for a while, right? So you got to understand where the sellers are and, you know, their perspective on things. And, you know, you got to nurture people and you got to know who to nurture. That's the big thing. You got to make sure you know who you're following up with. And you got to understand who's worth following up with consistently and who's not. Because if you follow up with the wrong people, you're going to just spin your wheels and if you follow up with the right people, you're going to make a bunch of money. So you got to make sure you follow up with people, work with your competition, collaborate with them, JV with them, become friendly with them. You know, you can achieve a lot more together. And then the third lesson, I made this lesson on another video, is like, well, straight up, you can do this business virtually. I did most of this deal when I was in New York and California. And ironically, this property was in New York and I still never went up there. It's like an hour from Monroe and in San Diego. It's you know, a five-hour flight plus an hour, two-hour ride you know, from the major airports. So never went to this property. I've found it honestly easier to do deals virtually because it removes a lot of the emotion. You just make, you, know, you make the offer. If you know what you're doing, you can figure the repairs out for the most part. And if you're wholesaling the deal, like, I mean, you're not even buying it. So like really it's up to the buyer to decide what the repairs are. I mean, you obviously got to know what you're doing in order to get the house locked up. But I mean, if you're wholesaling houses, there's there's no need for you to really ever go to properties if you really are an expert and you commit to this business. So that's Nine Cedar Street in Satsburg. It was a great deal, great success. I remember getting the wire from Nick and I had a smile on my face. And that's the deal. So hopefully you got value from this. If you did, if you could subscribe to the podcast, subscribe to my YouTube channel, like the video, you know, leave me a review on iTunes, share it on social media, you know, just help promote it. It'd really mean a lot to me. I try to be extremely consistent with these types of things and, and, and demonstrate that. And then if you want to JV a deal, if you're in New York, you're in Delaware, you're in San Diego, you want to JV a deal with me, hit me up, email, you're in a JV, or if you're a wholesaler, you want to wholesale me a deal. It's got to be in one of my areas. It can't be like in the middle of nowhere, um, but I definitely I'll look at stuff. And if it makes sense, I'll buy it. You know, we have, we love doing flips when the numbers make sense. So you can email me, greg at velocityhousebuyers.com, or you can send me an Instagram direct message, AKA slide into my DMs at grego37 on Instagram. And I hope everyone got value from this one and I will see you on the next video. Thank you for listening to an episode of the Real Estate Investing Fast Track. I hope you got a lot of value from this specific episode. And there are a few takeaways that you're able to gather from this to implement in your business so you can be a more successful real estate investor. So if you did get value from the show, if you could do me a favor and leave me a review on iTunes, it would really mean a lot to me. That's how we keep growing the show and getting great guests is because people see the reviews, they see that we have a high quality show and they want to contribute as a guest. So that would be great. Also, if you got value, if you could share the show on social media, that would be great because that is how people see this besides the reviews. So once again, if you did get value, if you could do me a favor and leave me a review on iTunes and share the show on social media, it would really mean a lot to me and I'll see you on the next episode.